So what do you want to eat now? Eh? Zino, what do you want to eat? Rice. There's no there's no stew. There's only beans. Will you eat beans? You eat rice and beans. Is that it? Okay, no problem. Hi guys, welcome to the Lauded Podcast with Ami. Hello guys, it's your girl Ami and I'm back with another banger. It has been a struggle trying to record this particular episode because I am not in my usual space and... um, yeah, I'm not in my usual space, so it has really been hard. There are toddlers in this house where I am right now, between the ages of seven and um, seven and three years old, I guess, and they are three. So whenever they get back from school, they disturb me. They make noise, a lot of noise. I've successfully been able to put two of them to sleep. But the first one has refused to sleep. And there's nothing I can do about it. But at least, I don't think he's going to disturb me because he's the only one awake. Um, The fact that this episode is going up is a miracle. A very, very big miracle. Yo, you cannot even understand how, how frustrated I have been. But we thank God. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Loudy Podcast. Um, thank you for always listening to me. Thank you for always sticking around. Yeah, I love you. Okay, guys. So it's been a hell of a week. I can't even lie. Activities choke. So yeah, um, Asu is still on strike, everybody is still chilling, you know, so personally I have been chilling as well, I've been resting properly and just living life, um, taking one day at a time, Whew. wow, okay, so right now I am in, okay, I'm not in my house, so like, I stay with my sister, Okay, I stay with my sister. We rented like a mini apartment close to school so that we'll have like easy access because um, school hostels are like out of it. There are different types of hostels though. But if you want to really get like a conducive hostel, it's quite difficult to get. And you know now you know the way the nigerian system is so it's quite difficult to get so the easiest way to go is just to rent an apartment outside like school premises you know and there's actually like there are lots of apartments you can rent so that's where i stay with my sister but right now i'm not with her because i have like family members not family members family friends in this um states in this city 
and they're like how many minutes away from me they're like 10 minutes or 15 minutes away you just take 15 naira bus and you're there <laughs> it's actually quite convenient but one thing about me is that i don't actually like you know i don't like inconveniencing people even though they have made it clear several times that i am never an i'm never an inconvenience they have always made me feel welcome and i really appreciate that because it's not every day you see people who are ready to open their arms and receive you so yes that's where i am right now but the thing is i have been working like i have worked <laughs> guys i have worked and i'm actually very exhausted but i'm happy i'm not complaining because i'm always ready to help when i can especially now that schools are on strike and i'm basically not doing anything i always you know i'm always happy to help so yes last week we did my sister talked about like her own hurtful experience and how she has been able to move on from that and i promised that on today's episode i will talk about mine i've had quite a lot of encounters to be honest quite a lot of especially for somebody that is as sensitive as i am lots of things get to me so um yeah i've had quite a lot of hot food experiences from family from friends from people i've been you know all this would be relationship kind of stuff but i'm also wondering why is it that um the hurtful experiences you get from like romantic relationships why does it hurt so much like why does it hurt so bad i know that if a family member does something to me i don't think it, it will hurt as much if i get that same experience from like um, my partner or something like that because i'm actually wondering that I'm actually wondering why is it that a different part of our brain processes that part that processes hot that comes from people we we love romantically or what because I don't know why it is like that and I really want to know. Um anyway, I don't even know where to start. Um I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start. Oh, lest I forget, let me want just to be born okay so if you are friend or family or if you have access to me like access to my whatsapp and you see my status and all of that or if you are close to me and we talk you must have noticed some changes (laughs) okay so i'm a christian from my parents are christians my mommy is like you know all these christian mothers praying christian mothers yeah that's what that's what my mom is so um you know when you're a christian but you're not like doing you're not like 100% 100% into it you go to church you you're like involved in all those activities but you're not like committed 100% so at the beginning of the year I decided I wanted to be committed I want to have that Christian experience I want to have like a personal relationship with God so when I took that decision um yeah 
I took the decision that was like January and I have been making conscious efforts and you know to communicate with God and I've been seeing posts where people are like um tell God everything like pray about everything delete less things things that you you think are irrelevant talk about it pray about it with God talk about it with God pray to God about it so yeah I've been doing that and um sometimes I'll feel like is God even listening to me like is he can he hear me basically I know he can hear me but I want a proof because I always want proof show me you hear me show me that you hear me you get so that's um one day I prayed about it I was like so yeah I prayed about it and you guys will not believe it like I started to see different signs signs and wonders basically signs and wonders you know I'll pray about something and he will answer me guys the experience is totally unbelievable I have never ever felt this way in my life you know when you feel like oh so I am as relevant as this God actually listens to me I can't believe it (laughs) me so he hears me wow I don't want to stop like I don't want to stop so yeah um, there was something happened and then like it was really confusing I prayed about it I was like God just fix it for me he fixed it something else happened he fixed it you know when and the type of fixing I'm talking about is you know something will happen and you say oh this is normal human occurrence you know it was the thing was just too supernatural for it to be natural it was too coincidental for it to be a coincidence so i was like you know what this is the hand of god period nobody can tell me nothing nobody can invalidate my experience (laughs) you get what i'm saying and i just want to thank god basically okay so i'm very very grateful for all of these experiences and i hope and believe and pray to you know keep growing and keep learning okay now back to the matter my um emotional whatever i've been through quite a lot of experiences with people i have seen a lot i've seen a lot from um, places i've worked from my friends family members so yeah it has been quite an experience but today i'm going to talk about the one that hurt me the most the one that got to me the most the most painful experience i've ever um, been through um yeah i think there are two experiences but one is like recent because yeah one is recent the other one happened when i was like really really young 
and i basically cannot remember details of what happened but i know it happened when i was really young and this particular one was coming from a family member so i don't think i should talk about that or i'll probably talk about both of them i don't know okay now let's start with the one that happened when i was young so when i was really really young and um i think i was about is he eight or nine or ten they're about within that range um of yeah within that range so um basically you know how african parents behave now i think all african parents use the road all african parents like shout at their children and all of that okay yeah so you know how african parents usually like discipline their children with the rod <clears throat> and sometimes they shout and that is okay is okay as long as it is coming from a place of love um i actually don't have any problem with that even though i'm not going to use the rod on my children <laughs> i'm not going to do that to my children but anyway um different people and their different methods of dealing with their own children so personally growing up yeah i was flogged did he used to use cane on me it was built like built so it was really really um i don't know i feel like i didn't actually have a problem with that it was okay it was fine I will cry and I will forget. Do you get what I'm saying? So I had no problem with being um, flogged, being disciplined. I had no problem with it. It was okay with me. Now, the problem was at a particular time when my dad started going to church, he started to attend this church where they were always talking about. Um, you know witches and wizards being after you and how it is possible for children to um because of how vulnerable they are it is very very easy for them to like get possessed with evil spirits or get involved with things that they don't even know about like witchcraft and all of that stuff so um you know they kept you know you know what i'm talking about now so i feel like this particular thing he was always hearing sort of like got into his head a little too much a little bit and then he took it overboard so he will come home and um i don't know you know normal children behavior normal children play it's not like i was doing anything particularly out of this world it's not like i was um being unusual i was very very normal probably maybe i'll sleep talk or i'll sleep walk or or any of those things or even if i'm just being stubborn he would say um he would he would call me a witch and say he knows that i'm possessed and i'm into something and all of that stuff and at that point at that time i was really young so i was not like i didn't really understand why he was saying what he was saying and because um because i was really young and i was not like able to you know i didn't i was not thinking independently at that time whatever he said 
I used to believe whatever he says. I used to believe a hundred percent. He was like, it was, I don't know, whatever he said was true to me. So when he would tell me, oh, oh you are a witch, you are into something, I would say, no, I'm not. Because, um, you know, I was not actually seeing anything. Um, so he would ask me, what type of dreams do you have? I'll tell him um, the type of dreams I used to have, which like normal dreams. So he would say, oh, do you eat this in the dream? Like, do you eat meat in the dream? Or do you drink Zobo? Or do you drink Coke? And I didn't used to see any of that stuff in my dream. So I would say no. He would keep saying, you are into something. You are a witch. You are into something. So at the point, I said, oh, for this man to keep hammering on this thing, yeah, it's possible that uh, it's true. Maybe true, true. I'm a witch. So um, let me uh, pray about it. I was really young then and naive. So every night before I... I will go to bed. I would pray. I'll say, ah, God, I beg go. If I'm a witch, don't let me wake up. Because this torture, torment, is getting a bit out of hand. So I don't want to just wake up. Let me not wake let me not wake up. So it will end. You know what I'm saying? And I was always waking up. So it was getting frustrated. I said I don't want to wake up. Why am I waking up? I'll wake up and then something will happen and I'll, I'll get accused again. I was tired. It was when I got a bit older, I realized that he was just, you know, he was just burnt. <laughs> he, he was just burnt. But that particular thing, that particular experience messed with my mind in a lot of ways. And I didn't even know it, it messed with my mind until I grew older. That's when I noticed that, yeah, this thing actually messed with my mind. Okay, so I have two siblings, an elder sister and a younger brother. And my sister was not exempted. My sister was not exempted. My brother was exempted. I don't know why, but he didn't used to say. I only remember um, my dad said this to my brother once. And the day he said it to him, my brother was even laughing because he was like, Mm, where's this coming from you didn't used to say this to me you only used to say this to my my sisters so why are you saying this to me he was laughing and then that was how um he brushed it off somehow so it was mostly my sister and me that were recipients of this um i don't know what to call it i don't know if, if i'll say um <laughs> I actually don't know what to call it, but yeah, that was actually a very, very traumatic experience for me. I don't know. It was really bad. Even if your child is like somehow possessed with demons or something, I don't think that's the way to go about it. I don't think so. I don't think so. Even like Christian books would recommend that you don't go about it in that particular way because... I don't know i don't know anyway that's that about that 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 happened when i was really really young so yes i was able to like you know get over that i really don't care to be honest (laughs) i really do not care i really don't okay so the other one i want to talk about is the heartbreak i went through in my adult life i think i was about 18 years old okay now 
earlier i was saying that i don't understand why heartbreak hurts so much so from my research i was able to discover that the part of the brain that processes physical hurt physical pain is the same part of the brain that processes the pain that you get from heartbreak so now you can understand why you have you why that um pain in your chest felt like it was physical now you can understand it it is your brain your brain was playing tricks on you (laughs) your brain was playing tricks on you okay so i feel like this particular thing i'm about to talk about is the like the most i say most the most intense and the most painful experience i have ever been through in my life and i don't like to talk about it because when i talk about it it feels like oh is it not just heartbreak why are you making a mountain out of a molehill you are not the only one that has gone through this kind of thing why are you blabbing about it why are you going on and on and on can't you just forget can't you just let it go guys it is not that easy personally i don't even like that i feel this way that's something that people need to understand nobody enjoys being in pain nobody enjoys um you know nobody enjoys it that's the truth so if you see me talk about it if you see somebody or hear somebody else talk about it it is because they are trying to get over it okay so i met this guy cool nice guy um i met him when i was really young we you know that time i i didn't understand what what a relationship entails and i feel like that's something that you people should be careful about if you are really if you are young if you're a teenager and you're listening to this you have no business being in love because you actually don't know what love entails so you that's what i would have told my younger self you have no business inside this it's none of your business like just let it go focus on other things that you're supposed to focus on it's not like I, i was not focusing on my studies i was actually a like top of my class all through my you know elementary school secondary school top of my class so it's not like this thing was distracting me but i feel like the fact that i doubled into it the, if i didn't double into like relationship and all of that i don't think i would you know feel this type of i don't think my heart to be in this state it is it is in right now but everything is actually for a reason that's what i believe and i also feel like i also feel that um the fact that i have experienced pain to a particular extent i'm able to relate when somebody else talks about it so if you tell me that oh this is what i'm going through i i can relate 100 percent because i've been through it so somehow pain helps us to be empathic that is one thing i don't regret that's the only thing i don't regret about going through what i went through okay so when i was really young i think i was about 15 or 14 i think 14 okay yeah 14 um i met this guy cool guy nice guy in my church we got talking and then you know those um young teenage relationships it was cool we were texting we were basically only texting and sometimes we'll see in church you know when you see that your 
small bubble, small baby in church, and you're like, <laughs> you're all, you're blushing and you're shy, and you're not even concentrating in the service. You're looking at him from the corner of your eye. So that's how it was. It was cool. It was really like, you know, all the butterflies in your belly. I remember one episode, not an episode. I remember something that happened. So I think I was really, really. Um, I think that was when we just started our relationship, Seth. Um, I would go to school, I would be in class, and I would just be thinking, like, my mind would be, my mind would just drift very far. I remember that day, a teacher was in class, I was not even concentrating. I was thinking far, I was just thinking of all the nice and mushy things he would, he used to tell me when texting, like, oh, I like you so much. Damn, it was crazy. I really, really, really liked him. It was really, really crazy. And um, unfortunately, I ended it. I ended that particular relationship. And when I ended it, I ended it because somebody else came into the picture. Another guy came into the picture. So I ended the relationship with that, my church bubble. So for the purpose of this podcast, we are going to refer to him as Bobo. Yeah, that's what we we'll call him. We we'll call him Bobo. So I ended the relationship with Bobo. Bobo was hot. He was pained. He was, you know, now the normal heartbreak things that happen. So yeah, after that, um, the other guy that came into the picture, that one was not even serious at all. It was not serious at all. So I was like, Omo, you know what? I'm done. I'm no more doing it again. Let me concentrate. Let me focus on my life. Okay, so um, that happened. These other ones, this particular guy, this other guy that came into the picture, I don't really want to talk about him because it was not, I don't think what he did to me. We were not just, we were not just compatible. He was a player. He had like 10, 15, 20 women. I say women girls little small small girls like our age group now teenagers he was just playing basically and when i noticed that you know what this guy is just playing i was like oh let me just let it go no hard feelings you get but i think at that time i was a bit hot just a little bit hot but i was like oh i got into it by myself i should have stuck i should have stayed with this my um so i should have just generally stayed with bobo but i left bobo and i followed another guy so when the relationship ended i said yeah this is the reward for my leaving bobo so i was like yeah i can deal i can handle this i can deal with it um so yes i left secondary school and i forgot about that other guy i forgot i everything just left my mind that was one thing about me I, fe- I find it very, very easy to, like, let go of people, especially if we're no longer in the same space. So if I was into you and you were into me and something happened and maybe I'm not able to forget you, when I leave where you are, that's all. That's the end of it. I've forgotten you. I've forgotten totally. 
hundred percent. Like I've forgotten you. Okay, so I got out of school. You know, I was at home. I was chilling. You know, I think I worked for a bit. Mm-hmm. I worked in a school. I worked in a mall. This ones are like story. This this my work experience after secondary school is like a, a totally different story so i don't want to dabble into that i think i'll make a separate recording about that because it is really really interesting anyway so oh, this is where the story gets a bit intense so Bobo came back into my life in 2018 i think around was it august i think august i can't actually remember the month but we started talking again and i apologized for what i did when we were young (laughs) i really apologized because i really felt bad about it so i told him i was sorry and um he told me he was sorry too sorry for what don't mind me he didn't say it was sorry he said um he wished what we had worked out and he wished it was a totally different story so i felt really bad to be honest because he didn't deserve what i did to him and i don't want i don't want to make excuses and say oh i was young and naive no i'm not going to do that i'm not going to do that anyway I regretted it. He told me we could make it work a second time. And I was up for that. I was like, oh, why not? A second chance. <clears throat> a second chance to right my wrong. Wow. I say a second chance. <laughs> a chance to right my wrong. So I grabbed it. And um, while, when, when I was grabbing it, I made up my mind. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give my oil. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to be open. I'm not holding back. I already hurt this guy once. I don't want to hurt him again. I'm laying it all down on the table. You know, I'm putting it all out. I'm I'm going to be open 100%, vulnerable 100%. That's my decision. So, um he he was happy. We were happy at the beginning. It was all sweet and cool. He will send me nice texts, you know, we'll go out, we'll hang out, we'll have fun. It was really, really beautiful. Then we started to have issues at a point. And yes, we started to have issues. And how did the issues even start? Okay, I think one day we had a fight. So after the fight... He got a bit violent, not physically violent, um, verbally. He got verbally violent. So he was using like na- some nasty words on me. We were, and that's, <clears throat> it was new to me. Nobody has ever done that to me. You, you understand what I'm saying? So he was like using those nasty words on me. Like, I was like, ah, Bobo hope everything is okay or why are you insulting me that this is new and he just kept going on and on and on and i was like you know this is very scary so that was the beginning of the end (laughs) literally 
so from that particular point everything like took a downward spiral i don't know if it's spiral or spiral everything shall went downhill everything like was crashing little by little so from that point anytime we have fights like all our fights used to like go out of proportion like from a little thing it would just blow up and it's done to like a very very serious issue so that's how our fight used to be and then he will always be verbally abusive and all of that then at the point he started to send me pictures of this particular girl he was always sending me pictures whenever we fight he would send the pictures to me and be like oh look at this girl and say all sorts of things that i don't want to talk about right now so he will say he will talk and talk and talk so i got curious i was asking him ah, bobo who is this girl you're always sending to me whenever we fight and bobo will say that um oh that's my ex-girlfriend that's my ex-girlfriend there's nothing going on between us but bobo was lying to me there was some he he the girl was not his ex the girl was actually his girlfriend but he lied to me so when i found out that bubble was lying i was already too attached i was already too attached to bubble so i could not let go i could not leave him and it's not like i i did not want to i wanted to but i just found out it was really really hard to let go of bubble so somehow 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 it got really 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 messy and really painful and even till now when i think about it i moved to tears because i feel like that is the only relationship i have actually given all of me so it is it's like <sighs> you guys cannot understand how bad it is it is it's like you know when you bear your soul and your heart and your mind and every part of you and then and then you just discover oh it, it was not even worth it like why did i oh okay so we finally broke up it was a very very messy breakup and after the breakup i started losing weight i could not eat i could not sleep I was having heart palpitations i was having headaches i was losing weight like losing weight do you know i was losing weight like guys and this thing happened during the pandemic during the lockdown and you you remember vividly that during the lockdown almost everybody was gaining weight because of um you know because we were all at home and there was no work we could not go to work we could not go to school so everybody was at home and almost everybody was gaining weight but my own case reverse was the case for me so i know i remember one day i went to buy something i went to a shop to get something and i met i saw this man um the man knows me sha so when he saw me i was like ah ah what amaka what is this like why are you looking like this you look so you're looking so thin what is happening to you and i was like oh nothing is happening to me i'm fine because how will i start telling him it's because of a breakup that i'm losing weight 
so yes that happened it was really really difficult to get over it you know when when somebody that's like the closest person to you becomes a total stranger overnight it was like my my mind and my brain and every part of me could not just reconcile the fact that it was that was the end of it i was i kept lying to myself that somehow things were going to get better but it didn't just get better it was only getting worse and i was getting tired so finally it all ended there was a lot of gaslighting there was a lot of manipulation in the relationship it was just bad and all of that but yes that was how that happened so yes so that happened and it was really difficult to get over it it was really difficult i was really angry for the longest time i was hot like deeply 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 hot i i had to but while we were in the relationship yeah i had to like cut off communication and cut off some relationships i had like some friendships i had because somehow um Bobo was a, a little bit insecure. Naturally, I'm a very outgoing person. Like I'm bubbly and you know a little bit extroverted. So I used to have a lot of friends and a lot of people I used to talk to. So um when we got into this relationship and Bobo was not comfortable with um the people I used to talk to. So he was not comfortable with it so i had to like you know cut off those friendships and stop talking to those people i used to talk to you know anything to make it work now anything to make it work um so that made it really really hard for me to get over it because there was basically nobody to talk to there was basically no friend to you know explain things to and somehow i ended up talking to bobo's friends and they're not even making it easy for me they were most of them were like attacking me and saying oh why did you do what you did it was like i was the problem and i was trying to make them reason with me like reason with me <laughs> i was trying to tell them it's not my fault it was i didn't do this by myself it was not i was hurting i was trying to explain to them but they were not even listening so they were not even listening to me nobody wanted to hear me out even the ones that um, decided to listen to me, after I talked and talked and talked, I was like, okay, this person actually understands me. <laughs> Let me tell people what happened. This particular thing hurt me like crazy. Like, it, it, it messed with my mind big time. So there's this particular friend, like Bobo's friend. When um, I was going through the breakup and all of that, I, to- I started talking to her. I started explaining things to her, you know, trying to make her reason with me. That was basically the only person I could talk to. And she was trying to calm me down. And she was saying stuff like, oh, don't worry. Everything is going to be fine. Um, So she was always supportive and, you know, trying to encourage me to um, get through it. Then what happened? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god i um okay so after all of that happened one day i opened my whatsapp 
and this particular girl that was my friend she was not my friend she was bobo's friend but she was my friend for that period of time because you know i was trying to get over bobo and she was there for me somehow so that day i opened my whatsapp and i checked her whatsapp status guess what i saw she posted a picture of bobo and that other girl like bobo and the girl were together so she posted the picture and i've forgotten the caption she used but she used like one really really mushy caption and then i'm like wow this is so insensitive of you why would you do this to me it was really hurtful like i was i was devastated i was who it's not like i expect you to cut off your friendship with bobo no you are not my friend you are his friend and that is fine but i just feel like it was quite insensitive for you to have posted that and when you knew i was trying to heal from that particular situation i had explained everything to you and you told me that you understood me i was trying to get over it and you were pretending that i don't know if she was pretending but somehow she, she did what she did she should have blocked me or you know deleted my number or you know how you can restrict somebody from viewing your status even if you wanted to post what you wanted to post did you have to make me see it do you get so it was at that moment i knew you know what you are on your own that's what i told myself you are on your own you are on your own or you're in capital letters <laughs> you better stand up and move on you better stand up and move on that's what i told myself stand up and move on you are on your own or you're if you continue doing all this you go your day your mind good nobody could tell you no, they move. Now, it's I tell myself, I always tell myself truths. Now, that day, my eye open. So, yeah, that's what happened. It was really, really bad. That's like the most painful experience I've ever been through, Sha. But somehow, day by day, I'm getting over it. I'm moving on. I'm living life. And, yeah. Okay, so that is that, is that about that, Sha. There's a lot. To this story i feel like i'm missing some points well i know that you you guys have been able to like get the um the basics of what i'm trying to talk about so yeah i have to heal from that i am still healing from that sometimes it feels like oh i've not actually made so much progress sometimes it feels like i'm back to square one in terms of healing but every day is another day every day is another day (laughs) so yeah um on next episode i'll probably share my body shaming story i don't know probably i'll tell you guys like how i was body shamed all of that stuff and all of that stuff thank you for always listening to me thank you for always sticking around i love you and god bless you bye guys